Got time for a quick story. Keeping a sound alive and vibrant to a new generation is it's doable, but it's tricky. If you lived a certain era of art, it can be a challenge to pass that generation of artistry to a, to a new generation. It can sometimes work, and it's very easy to just listen to or observe what prior generation did. And the results can sometimes be authentic, and sometimes it's imitation. It's always good to hear when a new generation captures what a prior generation has done in art. The art of hard rock is well captured by the band All or Nothing, who have collaborated with Terry Luce, the lead singer of XYZ, and George Lynch, guitarist in Dokken. They have a new song out called Dead or Alive, Crossing the Generations, and boy, does it sound good. I got the chance to talk to Terry Luce and Brett Carlisle, lead singer of All or Nothing, and now the new lead singer of Great White, about this project a really fun chat with these two. Give it a listen here. My interview with Terry Luce and Brett Carlisle. Been listening to yeah. Dead or Alive. That's what we're talking about, this new song. That well, I mean, it's not new, but it's been out for a little bit. It's fairly new. So yeah. Terry yeah. and also Brett and also, of course, George Lynch, the rest of All or Nothing. Been listening to a couple interviews on, on this project, a couple interviews that you guys have done. So I heard it, it evolved with Terry, it kind of evolved from an XYZ song. How did it? How did you decide mm, it's going to change around and end up becoming this essentially like triple project, if you will? Well, the truth is, I I wrote the song for XYZ, and um, XYZ wanted to go some in a different direction, which we are actually going into something else, and um, we are the song stayed in my hard drive for about three years and then uh, uh one day i was talking to eric um who's uh brett's management ma manager and i was talking to him i said oh check this song it's pretty good and and he loved the song he said oh my god that would be so cool if aon could play it i'm like absolutely i love the kids uh so we um he said what about if we get a guest i'm like well let me call george so i contacted george lynch and george said yeah it sounds like uh Lynch, Darken, XYZ together. I'm like, that's perfect. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So here we are, and uh, we've done shows, and all the shows uh, between AON, uh, George, and myself, all the shows have been sold out so far. It's pretty amazing. So we are working on a new track. I'm waiting for Jacob, Jacob somewhere to send me a riff guitar, but um, we're, we're working on a new song, yes. Cool. Um, what can you give any hints of the sound, the direction on this new song? Uh, it's gonna be something like that. Maybe, probably, maybe a little bit heavier, actually. Uh, but uh, but not not trash metal whatsoever. It's still gonna be very uh, melodic '80s thing. And uh, uh, and this time around, I'm gonna have also Brett do more singing as well. And uh, um, in fact, he's gonna give me money for that, right? Don't forget, huh? And uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so we ha I have the song, I have the melody. I'm just waiting for uh, a riff guitar from Jacob, which 
you know, he's, he's from Alabama, so he takes his time. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, how did you first hear from Terry about this project? Was it directly from him through management? However, how did you first hear that this was a thing? Um, yeah, I think Eric told me that you two had been talking and uh, I think he told all of us and we just thought that it would be super cool and we were excited about it. It's cool. We all went to the studio together in Denver and we had a lot of fun. It sounds, yeah, it sounds very, like it. Just listening to it, it sounds, I don't know how to put it into words other than it sounds natural. It's probably the best way I, I can put it. it. It flows really well. It wasn't natural. It wasn't that, there was no issues at all. I mean, I, I produced a track for the kids and they were so great, um, so gracious and, and fantastic players. And we had a great time. We actually ended up shooting a video on our own. I mean, uh, I remember I was shooting Bright when he was singing uh, with Diane. Um, he was shooting me when I was singing and vice versa. We were, with an iPhone, we were having fun. And all of the, yeah, I remember that, right? We're, um, we we had a video, and then we're like, let's not make, why not make a video? And uh, and here we are. Yeah, and it looks, it actually looks like a pretty well done video as well. That was my take when I was yeah. watching it. I went, well, this looks like it's being shot as a music video. So, yeah. It, it, not, uh, actually, it was not. It was just a fun video for the fun of it. And um, I, get, I guess those guys are really good... Uh, as far as filming, videographer, and all of a sudden we had great footage, and um, it's not do why not why not do a video? No. Yeah. Talking about something else, Brett, did you talk to Eric this morning? Yes, I did. Did he tell you something about what I need from you? I don't think so. I'm gonna talk okay, to we'll him talk. in a little while when we go to the restaurant. Yeah, you, got, you, you call me I, I see, when we're done with this interview. You call me. I got something important for you. Okay. Hmm. Mm hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> well, we work, you know, I mean, you know, um, I, I treat it, you know, I, I don't treat him like my kid. He's not my kid, but <laughs> I like Brett and, and I like I like those kids very much. And I want to help him as much as possible. Why? Because it's eventually it's going to be time to, to pass on the torch. And and it's that's life. It's the way it goes. And and they have such energy on stage they, they, and they're. They're the real deal. Their AON is a real deal. It's not a band that's a fabricated kind of band put together, whatever. They are the real deal. They they love 80s music, but they want to take it further. They don't want to just do what we have done in the past. They want to take from what we have done and bring something fresh uh, into this picture. And I, I, I commend that. You know, I, I saw their, their show... Uh, they're fantastic live, and they're really good musicians, and and they're good kids. I mean, they're 21 years old. I mean, that's amazing. I hate that. So, <laughs> well, well, and Brett, what what are your direct? And I'm sure you've answered this a bunch of times, but but your direct influences as a, as a group. So, I, you know, all of your influences. What's the closest thing to like a, a consensus influence that the band has? Oh Lord. Um... We have a lot. We listen to stuff that's all over the place. We listen to, of course, the 80s stuff, stuff that's more modern and a lot heavier and a whole lot of Pantera and 
Skid Row and stuff like that. So we want to we want to have melody. We want it to be catchy, but we want to have a little bit of grit to it. We want it to be a little to have some edge to it too. So we're trying to find the right balance of all of that. Terry, what did what did All or Nothing? You kind of describe the band in a in a general sense, but to this song, to Dead or Alive, what did All or Nothing bring? Maybe something subtle that even a listener may not pick up. But what did the band bring to this particular arrangement and this recording? An amazing energy. That's that's really what struck me is the energy. The there was something magical when they started recording the song. Um, when we did the song with the, with the XYZ, which was just a demo, so I can't really say how it would have turned out how to be. But when um, Brett and the kids to, decided to record the song, they brought an amazing amount of energy and and almost a positiveness. There was something very positive in the way they played the song. Um, Skyler, the drummer, was rocking. I mean, oh my God, he was. We had to tell him to relax. You, you, you're overpowering. He's such such a powerful drummer. He was amazing. You know, I said, well, you know, so um, I, I think just the energy, the, 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 the fun energy and, and reminded me when I was 22 years old, I was like, wow, this is it is, you know, let's have fun. Let's kill. Let's have fun. And they have that, that vibe that that's, that's fresh. And I love that, you know, makes me feel young again. Yeah. What I mean. I'm, yeah. Well, and, and so common. Well, and at the same time, you have George Lynch just churning out another classic George Lynch solo. So how does he put together? I mean, you've been you've now got you've seen him in the studio do this. And any of us have heard it. What? OK, you actually get to watch him. How does he put together a solo like that? Well, George does what a lot of guitar players do, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I'll call it trials and error. I mean, you 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 do a lot of solos, and and then you find yourself as you you like, oh my god, this is pretty good. That sucks. It's good. It's, and all of a sudden, you put things together, um, and then you have a great solo. I mean, I think um, it, it's. I wouldn't call it trial and errors, but well, maybe it is. You know, you just get inspired. You play the track over and over again, and then you get the right thing. I think it's pretty much the same thing for a singer. Wouldn't wouldn't you agree, Brett? When you sing a track. That you the first the first uh, take it pretty much you're searching for something you, you don't really have it am I correct and then you move right. on and you get it right you're kind of at first you're kind of throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks and then I like this piece and I think I want to do this here and then sometimes you accidentally do something that you end up really liking that you wouldn't think about and then um, you get the lyrics down you get how you want to sing them down for me and then I get comfortable with it and stop caring as much a little bit and just start kind of throwing it out there. And that's when the really fun natural takes come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I saw you, you, the, the backing vocal part in the, in the video, there's a woman singing with you. Who was she? Ooh. Ooh. Well, we can't say anything because, uh, we did we want to protect the guilty, but uh, no, she's she's a friend. She's a, a Diane is a wonderful singer. Um, she's uh, she, she's becoming a really dear friend of mine and, and 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 the band as well. And she's a great singer. She's done. She's been doing backup vocals for everyone. Um, 
um, she's from the Boston, uh, Rhode Island neighborhood or, or that. And uh, she, she plays for, for, I mean, she works with everybody. She's done thousands of, of, of record, hours of recording. Um, Dion is, uh, actually, Dee uh, Dee is a uh, wonderful singer, and I like her energy as well. She's very positive. She's she's a gun ho kind of person, and 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 she's beautiful. Why not? What do you think, Brett? Yeah, she's super cool. She was fun to have in the studio, and she was throwing out a bunch of ideas for lines and how to do things, and um, she was cool. He's awesome. You know, I'm always fascinated, and, and I ask that in part because I'm one of those liner note types that I'm, like, I'm going to Discogs.com to see, like, who's who played bass on this one track by this one, as like, I, I love finding out who was really behind that to see, oh, this person, I love that sort of stuff. So, of course, I perked up at that. It, what's the most famous recording she's been on? Oh, you would have to ask her, but uh, I think she's worked with members of Boston, um, Todd... What is the name of that producer, famous producer? She works a lot with him. Todd, uh, I forget his last name. Uh, oh, he produced a Bad Out of, Bad Out of Hell, um, Meatloaf. Oh, what's his name, that famous producer? Uh, Jim Todd. Steinman? He, she works with him and she works with Todd. Todd, uh, the guy who produced the album, Todd mm. uh, Longgren. Uh, what's his last name, Longgren? Um, I'm forgetting his last Todd name. Todd Rundgren? Yes. Okay. That's it. She yeah. works a lot with him. Oh uh, wow! She, yeah, she's she's a top-notch singer. Uh, she's the real deal. I mean, I, I I actually when I'm in studio with her, I I like to to consult with her. You know, I consult. So how do you do this? And what do you think of that note? And 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 she's she's the real deal. She's a real she's a backup singer. She considers herself a backup singer, not a lead vocalist. And it's a two different things. So as a backup singer, she has ideas that a lead singer wouldn't have seriously because we're thinking scattering and being the stars whatever she's in the background but what she does is absolutely amazing she really makes she really brings a lot to the track so uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to work more uh, again with her and you know she's great very good very cool um are you, so are you so you're from wisconsin i'm from wisconsin yep this is my hometown here in eau claire Good. Good for you, man. Have you ever, have, have either of you guys been to western Wisconsin? I know a lot of folks are down in the southeastern part of the state, the southern part of the state, Madison, Milwaukee, getting over to, uh, I'm blanking on the amphitheater, but the, but the big one down down south. Uh, ap, ap, I, I know what I'm blanking just off the top of my head. But that those parts of the state, Green Bay, et cetera, have you been up to the western part of the state before? Well, Give me, give me the city. What city? So we're like about an hour, hour and a half east of the Twin Cities. So Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls. We're kind of near Rockfest in Kadat. Yeah. I played there with Great White a few times, actually. Okay, good. So yeah, you're kind of familiar with with this part of of, of the area. Yeah, Brett, have you ever yeah. been up around here? Yes, I've been I to Milwaukee, um, but I haven't been to that area. Okay, it's it's pretty cool up here. There, I will say, there is a big there's a big rock fandom, especially in the western part of the state, um, between rock and country. It's big, big up there. I mean, it's it's plenty diverse. I mean, you can find everything up up yeah. here. And Eau Claire is really diversifying in terms of its artistry. Like Bon Iver, I don't know if you're familiar with Bon Iver, but he's from yeah. the, the guy the guy from Bon Iver. He's from Eau Claire. 
Um, okay, cool. Yeah, he actually, I mean, he was actually in the same, he was actually from the same high school I went to, if that's any indication. So, I mean, we've, we've got a lot of variety, but. That's cool. Yeah, but, Some but rock. Friends joke around and call him Bone Iver. <laughs> <laughs> we do the same thing too. We're like, like, oh yeah, here's another Bone Iver zone. But I mean, at the same time, we respect the heck out of him. I mean. Yeah, to, yeah, totally. To get to the point of being a best new artist, something like that. So, I mean, it, there is a lot on, I know there was a, there was a. There was a guy who just won a Grammy Award for best uh, like jazz recording or what? What I can't remember the exact one at the Grammys just like a couple weeks ago, and he's originally from Eau Claire. So we got a lot of variety, but the rock fandom we got again. Terry, you know you were at Rockfest with Great White. Um, we got two big country festivals, and there's a lot of crossover between the two, musically speaking. So um, you may don't you, you, right, don't you have a show coming up over there with Great White? I think so, actually. I don't know the date, but everything's on the website. I have a tab on my phone where all the website dates are just pulled up so I can look because between that and this and my date, and, I mean, my brain is like fried with dates right now. <laughs> but yes, I'm pretty sure we do. I, I will. I will say you will. You will definitely find a receptive audience up here. That's that's for sure. The folks love they, they love their rock around here, as we've discovered very much that's around awesome. this area. Um, I love that. Well, speaking of Great White, okay. So now that I'm talking to a former and current singer in Great White, uh, I'll ask you. I'll ask you both. Your favorite Great White song to perform, um, Terry. You go first. I think uh, my favorite one would be Save All Your Love. I think um, the song was beautifully written. I, I love the arrangement. I, 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 Jack sang it so well. And um, it's a beautiful song, very well written. Great, easy lyrics, beautiful. Uh, that's my favorite song. I also like Lady Red Light. I think it's very catchy. Um, but that's that's yeah they're all great. I mean I, I was a big fan of the band before joining the band, so you know. What about you, Brett? Same and All or Nothing has played a bunch of their songs before in our cover sets and stuff. So we, we did we did together. Cool. Remember that together we yeah. in, in Nashville. Yeah. We we used to play Lady Red Light, uh, Save Your Love. Um, there was a couple more that. Rock me, rock me. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, I love doing Save Your Love. That's that one and Stick It right now with what we're playing is my favorite. We don't play the Angel song too much, but whenever we do, I love doing that one too. Very cool, Brett. Your yeah. favorite, your favorite X Y Z song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, Every time y'all play face down in the gutter, I'm <laughs> with it. And take what you can. Both of those songs, they rip. Very good. And Terry, your favorite Dawkins song? Um, I'm a big Dawkins fan. Uh, first of all, I would, I've always loved uh, Don Dawkins' uh, his voice, and I'm I'm a big fan of George. I think my favorite uh, Dawkins song would be "It's Not Love," and. Um, Mr. Scary, believe it or not, because I love the guitars. I mean, oh, the Hunter also. I love the Hunter. It's a very well written song, very simple, very well written. But I really love Mr. Scary. I think uh, when I first heard that song, I was like, "Wow, holy cow!" 
you know, you know, Don Dawkins produced our first album, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for me, working with George is 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 a is a blessing. I'm so excited about that. I, I love George playing. I think he's tremendous, amazing. Well, I was going to say this is this is covering so many generations here, from from the generation of X Y Z and Doc, and going back even further, getting up to newer music, all or nothing now, and, the, and all these other acts in there, getting to the younger generation. And again, I was listening to one of the interviews you were talking about getting the the younger fan base that seems to be showing up to a lot of these shows. What do younger fans? So let's say the younger millennials, maybe even the older Gen Zers, because they're starting to show up to the to the to the to this. Now, and then if, if Gen Z is like people were born 97 or later, so is there anyone in All or Nothing that was born 97 or later? Um, me and Skyler, me and the drummer were both born in 97, and Jacob, our guitarist, was born in 2000. Okay, so we got Gen Z now involved with this. So we're covering a lot. We're covering Gen X, Millennial, Gen Z, all of this. But especially for that critical next generation to build a new group of fans, what do younger fans like in this type of music compared to those who grew up? And maybe, Terry, this is more of a question for for the right. comparing to the older ones. Brett, more for what do you see among your age group? What are they what are the younger folks like compared to those who grew up with the original version of this type of music from the 1980s? Well, right. Over time, it's just gotten a little heavier, so the riffs are played a little bit different and more of a groove kind of way. And, um, I mean, we still, we still have solos and stuff, but maybe a little bit more sweeps in there. It's just little, little variations to where it's pretty similar, but you know, it's just the execution of it. That's stylistically, changing a little bit. Terry, what would you say on the, on the looking at it from the, the older generation, but that that's true. What, what, what do you see in the younger generation and what are they taking out of the music compared to those that, that were fans from your first time out? Well, the younger generation, like, like bright, um, they have a lot of energy, the energy that we had when we were younger and, um, I, 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 I don't know if I, how can I say that? For me, it's fascinating to see AON play live, uh, how um, Brett loves to jump in the crowd and, and, and you know, just like, like a maniac and, and the way they are, it's, it's they, it almost, they're very debonair. They really don't care. They, they have this attitude that says, you know, screw you, I don't care, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like that. I, I like that because as we get older, sometimes we we tend to be more proper and, and reserved. You know, we, we watch what we say and everything. But those guys don't care. They're like, screw you, you know. And, and I love that attitude. So when I see younger bands play that type of music, they have maybe more energy that we had back in the days, more rage, more um, more I don't care. Type of got to capture the raw angst of it to get the kids involved, you know. Yeah, I, I love it. Man. I, perfect. I watch you on stage when you play, and you, you don't care. I mean, and the way you talk to the crowd is very different than the way we uh, or talk to the crowd. We, you know, um, you guys are a, a, a different. You still 
do the same type of things we did, but you do it differently. And I, I really like that. I really like that. I wouldn't be able to do what you do because um, I'm, I'm older and I, I'm, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's just a different thing. I just love it. You know, I just love watching you guys play. Last question for you guys. If you were to put together a super group based on this lineup, Terry Luce, George Lynch, all or nothing, and you decided we're going to make a super group, one of those 80s style super groups, what would you call yourselves? What's the name? Yeah. <laughs> I know I just threw a complete curveball at you, but what what uh, would you what would you call yourselves? And you could totally do the the easy out, which a lot of the supergroups didn't just name yourselves after the last names like Elouse, Lynch, and and I, AON. I, I, but I have a name. the French Redneck and the Alabama Alabama Boys. <laughs> yes, I think we got a good one there. Good. All right. Well, yes. maybe you can. Well, can you beat that, Brett? Can you beat that one? Uh, I, no. I think, I think you should just be Fredneck, and on the logo, Fred the is like backwards. Fredneck <laughs> and the Alabama Boys. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Fredneck and the Alabama Boys. Yeah. Because Bama you don't boys. know, but we always talk about about being uh, a little bit of, of rednecks, all that stuff. We always talk about that. They always. Th- they think I'm a redneck, you know, and it's pretty funny, you know. We, we teach him to speak like us, so he tries to he tries to have a thick southern draw in his in his voice. So we start calling him the redneck, French redneck. I do, I do. I look, watch me. Hey, boy, you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> got a nice chin. Got All a nice right. chin, boy. <laughs> 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 oh boy okay redneck and the alabama boys that is the name of the band i'm telling you right now and redneck I, and the bama boys redneck yeah, and, and the bama, bama boys yeah, no like alabama, the bama boys yeah it's, it's even yeah. better redneck and the bama boys well yeah. there we go <laughs> yeah. we're all set for the next release they got you got the label now i just need to work in the logo and all of that perfect this has been a lot of fun. It's a great song. Anyone listening to this as well has probably already listened to the song. And if not, listen, Dead or Alive, Terry Loose and George Lynch featuring AON, All or Nothing. Thank you, guys. Enjoy all the work you're doing down the road. Thanks for chatting, and we'll Thanks. see you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was so much fun. <laughs> Chatting with Terry Loose and Brett Carlisle. If you want to know what they are doing with their projects, well, well, what Terry's doing, I should say, with with all of his assorted work, XYZ solo, go to his website, terryaloose.com, terryaloose, just like the, the, just his name, .com, terryaloose.com. For All or Nothing, their website is officialallornothing.com, officialallornothing.com, and you'll know everything going on with them. Again, Brett Carlisle, the new lead singer of, Great White, as of the recording of this, he's the new lead singer. So uh, make sure you check out what's going on with Great White as well. Great White information you can find at their website, which is officialgreatwhite.net. Officialgreatwhite.net. And George Lynch was not in this interview, but he, of course, is part of this recording. So what's George Lynch up to? Well, go to his website. That's georgelynch.com. Georgelynch.com. This has been the latest edition of. Got time for a quick story. 
And thanks to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the facilities to do these interviews. You can listen to and watch these interviews. Like in this case, you can watch this interview at our website, greatesthits981.com. Go to at the top of the page where it says Features. Put your mouse over that. There'll be a little drop down and click on Interviews. You can watch the interview there. You can also go to the Greatest Hits 98.1 YouTube channel to watch the interview there. Thanks to Jody Glisman Best for setting up this interview. Uh, You can also find this podcast, a lot of the usual podcast platforms for Got Time for a Quick Story. Look for that, Got Time for a Quick Story. Subscribe to the podcast so you know when new episodes arrive and rate it, preferably higher, so people learn more and more about this podcast. Got time for a quick story? I'm Luke Anthony.